This is the EPLOG audio experience. The views, thoughts and opinions expressed are the host's own and do not represent the views, thoughts and opinions of EPLOG Media Private Limited. The material and information presented here is for general information purposes and or entertainment purposes only. Listener discretion advised. This is the story of how a young girl with sheer determination and pride went on to break social norms to become a beacon of hope. She turned a blind eye to all those who tried to ridicule her and became a trailblazer for women's education. Her story also emphasizes the need for men to have a progressive mindset regarding the treatment of women in society. This is a story of Anandibai Joshi, India's first ever female doctor to get a degree in Western medicine. Anandi was born on the 31st of March, 1865, in Kalyan, a city in the Indian state of Maharashtra. At the time, educating young girls was not a priority for Indian parents. Instead, they were only taught how to cook and clean, as it was expected that they would grow up to be homemakers and mothers. Unfortunately, Anandi was no exception to this. As per customs of the time, she was married off to Gopal Rao Joshi when she was just nine years old. Gopal Rao was a man 20 years her senior. He was a postal clerk who had to move around a lot due to his work. So after the marriage, the couple moved across the country, staying for short periods of time in Alibagh, Kolhapur and Kutch. In 1878, Anandi, then just 14 years old, became pregnant. The couple was excited at the thought of a small bundle of joy entering their lives. But while going for her routine checkups, Anandi was hesitant about seeing a male doctor, a problem many pregnant women at the time faced. Later that year, Anandi gave birth to her only child a baby boy. But tragedy struck. The baby would not survive. He only lived for a few days. Anandi was left distraught. At such a young age, she had lost her first child and was heartbroken. This incident changed her life. She knew her son died because of a lack of medical care. She introspected on her pregnant days and remembered the hesitation she felt to see a male doctor. She quickly understood that there was a lack of female doctors in India. She decided that she was going to be a physician. She was going to help women so that they wouldn't have to go through the same issues and pain that she did. Gopal Rao was very supportive of Anandi's passion. He was a man who was far beyond his years. He staunchly promoted women's education. As Anandi was not well-educated, Gopal Rao encouraged her to learn how to read and write in several languages. Over time, Gopal Rao grew obsessed with Anandi's education. At one point, he even threw a raging fit because she was cooking instead of studying. His progressive views clashed with others in society. At times, 
Stones were pelted at his office and abusive comments were thrown his way. But Gopal Rao didn't pay any attention to what the others had to say. He took pride in Anandi's education. In those days, some of the best medical colleges in India were in Calcutta. So Gopal Rao successfully procured a transfer there. And once again, the couple packed up everything and moved across the country. There, they tried to gain Anandi admission into several medical colleges, but all of them refused to have a woman in their institution as a student. At one point, Gopal Rao even considered converting to Christianity as women's education was being actively promoted by the Christian missionaries all over India. Realizing that obtaining admission in a medical college for Anandi in India was hopeless, Gopal Rao wrote a letter to Royal Wilder, a familiar American missionary. He inquired about the possibility for Anandi to study medicine in the United States. Although Wilder could not help them, he published Gopal Rao's letter in a newspaper in case anybody else would want to help. And as fate had it, someone did. While waiting for her dentist, a woman named Theodosia Carpenter read Gopal Rao's letter. She was impressed by both Anandi's determination and Gopal Rao's passion to support his wife's education. She wrote a letter to Anandi, and Anandi wrote one back. Over the course of time, the two became close, going as far as to refer to one another as aunt and niece. Mrs. Carpenter eventually offered to accommodate Anandi while she was in the States. And so, it was decided Anandi was going to the United States of America to study medicine. The news received attention from all over India. Many people had different things to say. Some praised Anandi for her dedication and willpower, while other, more orthodox people considered it a sin for women to go to a foreign land. Nevertheless, Anandi would not relent. Before leaving, she addressed the community and explained her decision to study medicine in America. She stressed the need for female physicians in India and openly volunteered herself to qualify as one. The speech received praise from all over the country and donations poured in to support Anandi's stay in the States. The Director General of the Indian Post Office himself wrote to Gopal Rao and gave him a handsome sum of 100 rupees as aid. But due to his work and some financial hardships, Gopal Rao couldn't join Anandi in America immediately. And it was decided that she would make the journey alone. And so, at the young age of 18, Anandi began the four-month voyage from Calcutta to New York. When she arrived, Mrs. Carpenter was eagerly waiting. She was ecstatic to finally meet her honorary niece. From her host's home, Anandi wrote an emotional letter to the Women's Medical College of Pennsylvania seeking admission despite knowing that she lacked the qualifications. 
The institution was famous for accepting applicants from all over the world. In her letter, Anandi emphasized her will to end the suffering women in her native country face due to the lack of proper medical aid. They would rather die than allow a male physician to check them up. The dean of the medical college was moved by the stories of issues Indian women face and praised Anandi's vigor. And so Anandi was admitted into the college with a $600 scholarship to study for 3 years. But life in America wasn't easy. Anandi found it difficult to adjust to the cold weather and unfamiliar diet. She suffered from constant headaches and the occasional fevers. But nevertheless, Anandi was one of the sincerest and hard-working students in the college. She impressed her professors and instructors multiple times. On one instance, she was the only one in her class that sat through an autopsy of an infant while his body was being dissected. Finally, after 3 years of studying, Anandi graduated with a medical degree in March 1886. In her thesis, she referred to both American textbooks as well as traditional Ayurvedic texts, proving the love she had for her Hindu roots. When she graduated, Queen Victoria herself sent Anandi a letter of congratulations. By then, Gopal Rao had arrived in America. He was immensely proud of Anandi and beamed with pride as he watched her at the graduation ceremony. All the difficulties and obstacles were worth it. He told Anandi how back at home everyone was enthusiastically waiting the return of India's first ever female doctor to get a degree in western medicine. You have set an example to all the women back home he would tell her. In late 1886, Anandi and Gopal Rao boarded the ship from New York to make the journey back home. She received a grand welcome when she returned and the Indian people celebrated her incredible accomplishments. The Albert Edward Hospital in Kolhapur appointed her as the physician in charge of the female ward. However, it would not last. While on the journey back to India, Anandi had contracted tuberculosis and passed away just a few months after returning on the 26th of February 1887. She was just 21 years old. Although she passed before she could achieve all of her goals, Anandi is still an inspiration to women all across India. She was among the few women who ignited the engine that would drive women's education in India. She proved that when women are schooled and well-read, they can change the world. A crater on Venus was named Joshi after her to recognize the change she cultivated. A major character in her story was Gopal Rao. The courage and mental strength he helped his wife develop emphasizes the need for men to support women's equality and education. With this, we reach the end of today's episode. 
we would love to know how the story of Anandi Bai Joshi has inspired you. Share your thoughts by connecting with us on our social media handle at EBLog Media on Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more stories of immaculate women who shattered glass ceilings, subscribe now to the Women in History podcast.